0: everybody. Welcome back to the Latch Mama podcast. Melissa and Lindy here. We are going to do a new episode called You Asked and We Answer. We source some questions from our Latch Mama love group and we are going to chat it up about them. You're listening to Latch Mama podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, busy mom of six and owner of LatchMama.com. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, breastfeeding, postpartum, and all things motherhood. This is really cool. Like, I like talking to the people. I like answering questions. It's fun because like, yes. we don't have to, like, just kind of go back and forth. So we're going to just jump right in. We have six questions, seven questions, maybe. I don't know. We'll see how far we get. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gwen Matthews asked. Hey, Gwen. <laughs> how to make mom <laughs> friends, especially during COVID. We are so good at that. We have so many friends, Gwen. Yeah. We have yeah. like hundreds of friends. We're we so to our many best. Friends. We're, we're not the so best, best the time. two people to. Uh, yeah, we're not. Uh, to make we're not friends. the best. And then Deshanti came on the other side of that and asked. Hi, Deshanti. Still love my kids pictures. They're amazing. Um, how do we overcome the social anxiety that comes along with making friends? Um, we've talked about this this topic a few times on the podcast. I feel like we always kind of come back to it a little bit. Episode 37, I feel like really talks about, um, you know, being vulnerable and, you know, building those friendships. But um, I think my first answer is that it's really, really hard. Um, I think Lindy and I might be an anomaly in the sense that we've grown much closer and are actually like BFFs now on the other side of the pandemic than we were before. But that was literally simply because we had to keep a company <laughs> And it's
1: not afloat. because we like each other. No, we just no, had to work. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Absolutely <laughs> that we love each other and that we like each other. It, but it was literally like the pandemic
1: hit. It's a little bit forced. Yeah, no, the, to figure, yeah, it was yeah. like the
0: pandemic hit. And I said, I don't care what you're doing quarantine wise as a family. <laughs> you and I have to be quarantine buddies. Will you be my quarantine support animal is basically what it was. And she'd come over every day. And like we started <laughs> just on the back like porch.
1: I was allowed on the back porch. We were allowed.
0: She was allowed on the back porch, mm-hmm. which we would open the windows, and there would be screens because that was at the very beginning when it was like scary, and you didn't know like it was, was it on your jacket, uh, like when oh, you came yeah. into my house. Like like, did we have to wash the takeout that we ate all of the time? I think we ate our feelings at the beginning. Yeah, but it was really okay. really good because I knew that the answer to the company's success during the pandemic was trying to sell the clothes that we already had in the warehouse. So I really, really needed that creative help. But what ended up happening was a beautiful friendship um, because we both have a lot of children and it was just a really, really, really hard thing to navigate. So we were buddies. Yeah. But I think for most people, it's hard because COVID is polarizing mm-hmm. and COVID is hard and it's hard to be together. It's hard to create those connections. Um, do you have any advice for Gwen?
1: (sighs) Uh, It's just tough. I mean, I know, I mean, that year that we were homeschooling was really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, definitely had work and chatted to you. Um, but I don't have a whole lot of like good friends outside Mm -hmm. (laughs) really of you, Mm -hmm. But I've found in just the little things like that walk to the bus stop, Mm -hmm. I would just try to greet another mom. And I think I just trying to remember that sometimes you feel like it's just you, like I'm the only one without friends. But every now and then you see on that like Ask Midlothian Moms or groups, you know, local groups, wherever you are on Mm -hmm. Facebook, there'll be anonymous posts and they're like, I'd love to have a friend. I have no friends. And the comments on it, like... Girl, uh, same here, same here, same here, same here. So it's like just remembering that, like trying to remember mm-hmm. that it's not just me. I'm not alone in some of these feelings. And maybe what can I do as hard as it is sometimes to just say, hey, how are you? Go- how are you doing? How's and your day? And
0: Here's the deal. Just a 40-year-old mom with six kids, business owner, Don't not an expert on this, but I can tell you. That having one or two really, really good friends where you feel seen and you're able to be vulnerable and you're able to be real with is so much more important than, like, a group of 20 people that you go drink wine Mm -hmm. with and you just kind of put on your face every time you go. So – strive. I mean, it, it maybe some people are extroverted, super extroverted, and that's also what they need. But I wouldn't really necessarily maybe call those like friend friends. Yeah. I think finding those people that are in the trenches with you that you can basically say, hey, you know what, life's really hard right now or, you know, things suck. You know, yeah. and just be super real or hey, my kids ate cereal for dinner for the third night in a row. Those are the people that you want on your on your team. Yeah. Um and I think the easiest way to find them is to just be confident in the sense that we're all broken and we're all a mess and yeah. you know, just kind of yeah, go at it.
1: But I do real. think, I do think it's also through some similarities. Like we both have large families. Yeah. It's very easy to connect on that. Um So maybe thinking about those people that do come in and out of your life or in and mm-hmm. out of a kid's daily activity mm-hmm. and thinking like, could we jive? Like yeah. maybe I should reach out because, hey, they have a bunch of kids and you know, they're doing swim or they're doing dance and maybe we can connect that way. Yeah.
0: I agree. I don't know. I heard it's such a hard thing to do. Remember, I think we had this, I think I'm supposed to like spend less time on each question, but we had this, (laughs) we had this social worker in here and she was talking about this, like, this I guess friendship app that there is for moms and I don't know the name what? of it because I think it's a little ridiculous but apparently it like works and you like okay. swipe like tinder and you find your moms um but I was like what happens if you see somebody and like you don't want to be their friend she's like oh you just swipe away and I was like that is so mean but she said to me <laughs> she's totally confidently she was like but I mean if I have three girls why would I want to be a friends with somebody who just has one little boy and like There's a moment where I'm like, well, how do you know that you're not like long lost, like, you know, like besties? And she's just like, because our 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 like daily life is not similar. And like knowing having girls and boys and stuff and or like if I were to be Mm -hmm. friends with somebody with one kid, I mean, I think I, I could definitely be yeah. friends with somebody but it's going to be a whole lot easier to look at you and say hey what did you buy from costco this week or or yeah. what is what is your mess like yeah um than it is like one little oh, precious I can see that. little yep. like smocked clothing cleaned face hair braided little girl that which is fine I need to but let go. Yeah. yeah i need to let go of that being ever in my life right probably at this mm-hmm. point so anyways
1: yeah agreed
0: so believe in yourself we're all a mess find some similarities yeah Yeah. And go for it. Okay. Next question. Uh, Eliana wants to know a little bit more about being a small business owner and how I find balance. Um, and then that goes with Beth's question, which, um, wants to talk. She wants to learn a little bit about how we got started at the very beginning. Hi guys. It's so fun to talk to people who are like, so active in the group and I feel like we talk to them all the time. So this is fun. Um, how I, I guess I take some of this one. Um, <laughs> so I don't think in any way, whether you're any sort of business owner or have a full-time job and you're a parent that there's ever a possibility of finding true balance. I don't, I, I don't, I don't think it works. I don't think it's, it's, it's a thing. Um, it's really funny. Like in terms of, of what's happening business-wise right now. You know, it's the beginning of the year. We're digging into, you know, some more organic content and growing the business and stuff, which unfortunately to this very tired, somewhat gray-haired 40-year-old mom right now means that I have to go explore TikTok, which is hilarious to me because I'm like, what the (laughs) heck am I going to do on TikTok? Definitely not going to like shake my butt and like do whatever. Like how do we have a brand on TikTok? And this is like probably the first time where I have felt a little bit I mean I feel out like a fish out of water all the time doing organic content but this is like the first time where I'm like I'm supposed to, like we're supposed to do what as a brand like how do I talk to these people and stuff but it's funny cuz my phone has been open to TikTok a lot and I've been practicing yeah. a little bit on my family and the kids just think it's ridiculous like they think it's absolutely ridiculous and they're like we don't <laughs> understand why are you obsessed with TikTok and then there's Eric across the kitchen that's like it's mommy's work. Like she's working right now. Like we're trying to figure this out for work. And they're like, no, you're not. You're looking at this person who's like dancing. And why are you doing the, <laughs> Oh, Hey, whatever that, that thing is that they do. What is it? It's like, Oh yeah. I don't I don't even know. This is, so this, yeah, this is me and TikTok right now, guys. It's terrible. But my kids talking about a balance is that it all overlaps so much that they don't see it as work. They don't see me as trying to balance, trying to learn the two. They just see it as, me trying to go on tiktok which they think is the most ridiculous (laughs) thing which i absolutely have to agree with them but anyways so in terms of balance uh there's really no such thing i try and set rules i try and leave my phone in another room i rely on my watch a little bit more like if it's like i can't i don't have social media on my watch so Mm -hmm. i don't even know can you have social media on apple watch i i have purposefully not learned what my apple watch can do yeah simply because I just want to have it for emergency so I can mm-hmm. see Slack on it, but I can't respond to Slack on it unless it's like an emergency. Um, so I try and step away from my phone a little bit. Um, I, I don't know. I'm really bad at it. I don't know. How do you balance? Because, I mean, you're you're just as connected as I am when you're at home in terms of talking to manufacturers and all that and design work and stuff.
1: Yeah, I think time and therapy helped me with that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was one of my biggest challenges as you go through and add the kids and you yep. get up to that many – it mm-hmm. took me a lot of kids to realize that, no, I can't do everything. And no, yep. I can't do everything really well because yeah. I want to do everything really well. And yep. 100% all the time. And you can't. Yep. And some days are more balanced. And some days are dedicated to kids. And some days are completely dedicated somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And and it's okay. And it's just yeah, that ebb and flow and navigating. And just trying to not take so many days in a row that are so dedicated to one thing or whatnot. Yeah. But just trying yeah. to give yourself grace and... That you're doing the best you can, which is so difficult to do. It's hard.
0: I bite like... I find that I don't do a good job. Like if I'm, I can be totally in with my kids and in a great mood and be patient and really, really proud of like my mm-hmm. mothering skills. But then I literally will turn and to go answer like a Slack or a work question or something's mm-hmm. blowing up. And literally it can change in five or six like seconds. Mm-hmm. Like if I start like typing a response and they're interrupting me, yeah, I was like, I was, I was where I needed to be five seconds ago. What is it about the idea that I'm yeah. trying to put something together It's almost like just leave me alone for five seconds and I'll be back. But it's like they can't sometimes do that, which, of course, they can't. They're kids, you know. So, I don't know. I needed to do definitely a better job. Um, As far as how we got started, um, I don't really know. You know, I saw a need. um, And thankfully, Eric and I had traveled the world. My husband and I had gone around the world for two months after we got married, um, we had a really, really small wedding and we took our wedding money and we planned uh, a trip around the world. We went to 13 countries in two months. um, And I saw parenting in a different way. And I saw mothers treated differently than they are here. I saw a little bit less mom shaming and a little bit more um, support, um, which was a very, very, very interesting thing to me. And I got back and, um, I had babies and I really, really wanted to make a difference. And so I figured what I was struggling with, everybody was like, you're going to breastfeed, you're going to breastfeed, you're going to breastfeed, you know, because that's, that's what we tell moms right. everywhere. And then I realized that everybody just kind of assumed it was a natural process mm-hmm. and there was nobody really out there making things to help moms with that process. Um, I mean, there are people out there, but it was like nipple pads and cream and breast pumps there wasn't anybody that said hey it's not okay that you're cold in the middle of december when you go to breastfeed your baby like i feel like warmth is one of those things that you know (laughs) we should if we can you know provide individuals in this world you know and i think that i was just i was really frustrated by the time my second baby was born he was a december baby and uh so i decided to try and make something um We started with $10,000. It's what we invested in the business as um, a family. And, you know, we've pulled some money here and there um, from our personal life. But now they're kind of intertwined enough that, um, you know, we've, I can proudly say, what are we, seven years in at this point that we're, you know, we're self-funded and we don't have any debt. And, uh, you know, we're trying the best we can to keep moving forward in the pandemic. So then Lindy came on. And we have lots. Oh, of, not yay have, for me. Just no, yay for, no, yay for your journey. Yay time for that. You. Wrong. We absolutely. <laughs> yay. Uh, no, you totally get. <laughs> no. You totally get the. Because i had gotten to the point before Lindy came where like I literally couldn't draw on another napkin. Like I was literally like trying to tell our manufacturers what I needed in broken English, and then it was just it was it was rough. Uh, but by the time Lindy got a Got here, we actually could own our own patterns and make our own things and stuff, which was great. So, that is the history of Latch Mama in um, a really, really short version. Stay tuned for a much longer version of the history of Latch Mama coming to places <laughs> soon near you. Okay. Um, mom hacks. Ooh. Uh, Jessica wants to know what are some of your favorite mom hacks?
1: Favorite mom hacks. I probably have some at different stages of life. Okay. Right? Start with, um,
0: start with the ones for little ones.
1: So I can remember some of the ones that when I would have an infant mm-hmm. and then you'd have a couple a little bit older toddlers. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe it's a large family thing, but I always really pushed a little bit more of the independence for my kids. I think I struggled with that one to two, like, oh my gosh, like, how do I help That child who's crying, but I'm nursing a baby. And you know, as the kids started to get at it, it's like, it's okay, or how can I empower him to get his own snack? And so I got these cool, like, cereal dispensers on the counter that they could stand up and at least just get you're one of the ones that actually
0: puts the cereal in the dispenser. Not anymore,
1: not anymore. But I'm for that time when yeah. I had little infant twins, they could they didn't do the milk. But I'm like, just go fill a bowl with honey nut cheerios. And do they like, only
0: eat it in the morning, or would they go? No, this the is like just whenever. So, so they could so graze on their plastic. I didn't
1: containers. I didn't care. I think just at that point, yep. it's like what can help you make it a little bit easier. You know, if you have a fridge with a drawer, which whenever we yep. got a new fridge, I always got the one that had the sliding drawer, so that they could reach like the cheese sticks, mm-hmm. go-gurts whatever so it's a little bit easier to get like the snacks and food and stuff like that lower Um, everything like if you lower everything empower them to grab a cup they can fill it up from the fridge Mm -hmm. or go fill it up from the bathroom yeah our latest Um,
0: refrigerator has a lower ice maker which i love so that even the two-year-old can go get her own water which is fantastic i mean it ends up on the floor 50 percent of the time but she can go get it herself which is great
1: that's really and cool. So then
0: she convinces like so she'll be getting water and like the 6-year-old will be like, "Mom, I need water." And I'm like, "Do you see what's happening? Like there's no reason why yeah. you can't go do the same
1: thing." Yeah. So. What else? I don't think we introduce hangers till they're like 9 or 10. Yeah. Um I do the big kind of cubby cubes and they've got a bucket for underwear, they got a bucket for shorts, bucket for t-shirts, yep. bucket for pants, even the dresses, the summer dresses. We just I just don't mess with it. Um so, very easy to find so their you clothing. Don't fold them. You I don't, well, them. I think I do. You know, I, I don't mind folding the laundry. I just hate putting it away. Um, so, I think I do, but then they take it and they go dump it out and sort it anyway. So, I probably shouldn't, you know, yeah. I don't even have to do that.
0: Um, when my what kids are super young and like they get past the age where they like cry, or maybe they're before the age that they cry in the car seats or whatever, if you have one that will go to sleep if you drive, put the other toddlers in the car at that t- same time and you won't be touched. That was my thing. It's like, I would get like halfway through the day and I would be so touched out. Yeah. You put them in the car. And you put them in a car seat and you restrain mm-hmm. them and then you drive and I and I mean I used to go drive and get McDonald's ice cream cones one for the back one for me we would sit in a parking lot and nobody would touch me and it would completely turn over, turn my day around. Aww. Um that is good. Yeah, because you can't prevent it because like yep. when the baby sleeps especially if the baby nurses down and is asleep on top of you mm-hmm. somebody's still touching you the toddler still wants you know attention but if you're going and yeah. you I mean if you you know don't want to turn the radio up really, really loud and sing, which is what I did half the time. Um, You know, you can talk about what you see outside. You can talk about the signs. You can do educational stuff. Um, Or you can just really enjoy the fact that like everybody is safe and happy and you're good. Um, That was one of my early days. Um, You know, I sure I have more. uh, I just, I love sheet pancakes. That was something I I discovered very, very early. Kids Mm -hmm. want pancakes, make the pancake mix. Pour it on a baking sheet, put that in the oven, and then you can cut it and you have pancakes and you're not standing in front of the griddle for,
1: you know, That's great. 20 minutes. You can do it with eggs too. Yes. I've done it with eggs and made a whole bunch of like egg sandwiches yeah. and frozen them.
0: Put the bacon in the oven too. Yep. It's another good one. Oh, no, we
1: don't put that on the, yeah. on the grill or on um, the pan. Yeah. I don't know. Anything else? I just feel like I have a whole lot more, but they came in like different stages and different things and- yeah. I know it's, it can be a little high maintenance, but I have a bin in my car, and at one point it had extra, an extra pair of shoes, had Lysol wipes, it had throw up bags, the little blue ones from Amazon. <laughs> That's like, like your my best friend. Mom hack is like so that, amazing.
0: The, I think they're called emesis. emesis bags, yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. But Lindy swears by those with the stomach oh. bug, um, which right. we talked about on the other live. Yep. Um, yeah. So. Lindy, if anybody doesn't know, if you're getting started in your parenthood journey, you probably will have (laughs) the opportunity to experience the norovirus a few times and different tummy bugs. Um, and for those of you who don't know, they're normally, um, contracted, contracted through, (laughs) through (laughs) poop and puke as opposed to, I mean, I think that, I think it can be spread through, through saliva too. But anyways, so, especially if you start having a larger family, keeping all of that stuff contained is the key. So Lindy enjoys the bags that go directly over your mouth and then get thrown away.
1: Yeah. And they figure out how to spin them shut and lock them. And so when they hand them to
0: you, they're spin shut and they're locked, which is good. Okay. We're off of the stomach bug. Okay. We're on to homeschooling, which I feel like has probably become people's, some people's reality that never expected it to be their reality as well. Um, Nicole wants to know, um, she wanted to hear more about balancing homeschooling and babies.
1: <sighs> yes. Yeah.
0: I have a picture of when Benjamin was like, Ooh, I don't know, six weeks old. And I had Alex and Nathan and I was trying to teach them and he was screaming and he was in my arms. I still, you know, those moments in parenthood where like you look back on it and you're like, how, how did I get through that? Like, how how did I survive that? Like, Mm -hmm. how is everybody still alive and how am I still sane in here? Those were those mornings where I was like, I, 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 I I have no idea how I'm going to teach you and love on them. I think I reminded myself in those moments that we were homeschooling for a reason and we were homeschooling because we were teaching each other and that, you deserve grace and that not every day is going to be a good day and that we all grow at different rates. And I think on those really, really bad days, I just basically closed the book and found other yeah. ways to learn throughout the house um, and just had fun with them.
1: So, yeah, I think that was the biggest lesson. <clears throat> and also it took us a couple years because we, we homeschooled for like five years. And then the last two was with infant twins. Well, last three, I was pregnant <laughs> And, and then, back then to my and, and then infant like, twins, three. yeah, then infant twins, and then like eighteen-month-old twins, and then that's what like did me in, but um,
0: that's about when you came here.
1: That's about what I was like at the end of my rope in in many many ways, um. But I think going back, you know, you always hear, and it's hard to believe, but really, what we followed for years was kind of like a thirty-minute per grade, yeah. And so you got a kindergartner, it's still a whole lot of playing and first grade. Really, we were done in an hour with those kind of core subject things and keeping in mind that, you know, the fresh air helped, even though it was hard to get out, it helped to get outside. So you can go do a history thing outside or go do a science thing outside Mm -hmm. Um, or one of our most fun kind of games is that I would put little like you know a five plus two on a little stake and I taped it to like this little stick and so he would go stick them all over the yard and I could kind of either walk around whether a baby was in a carrier or I was on the front porch but it was just fresh air and it was outside and yeah. he could run around and, and he'd pick them up and, and I would say them. number seven and he needed to go and find all the math problems that Equal to seven, and he got to run around and pick him out of the yard. And uh,
0: you're like, that's like homeschool goals, right there. But
1: like, but just realizing that it doesn't take a whole lot, and we don't have to sit here for two, three hours with a you know a crying baby yep. and just a whole lot of grace, and realizing that, like you said, if you scrap it for a day, even two days, like yeah. you're gonna be just fine. Yep. Um, and you can prioritize one over the yeah. other if the other so if one the, needs yeah. more, you know, if that baby's
0: going through a leap and is all of a sudden fussy mm-hmm. or needs something, you know, back it for a couple of days. Yeah. You're going to be okay. Yeah.
1: And really um, probably, I mean that, that baby, that little one's going to come first and you can go snuggle on the couch and look at mm-hmm. picture books or, you know, it'll be yep. okay.
0: Watch some YouTube. Some yep. Good
1: stuff there on you YouTube. go.
0: Um, all right. Last question. God, we're jumping around a lot here. This is fun. Um, Alicia wants to know how we chose our baby names and how did we came up with them? Okay. Um, we're super boring. We're like, just like, <laughs> how can you be traditional as traditional as possible? I think with names, um, Eric was into syllables. He wanted them all to be the same syllables, which are they I, really? No, because um, Matthew Nathan. is only Matthew, 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 Matthew is only Nathan? two. No, because Nathan's not Nathan. Nathaniel. It's Nathaniel. So we have Nathaniel, Alexander, Caroline, Benjamin, Catherine, and Matthew.
1: Well, you kind of wrecked it with the Alexander.
0: Alexander. I don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's all good. He wanted them to be, but we have a really short last name. So we have a one syllable last name. So it's really hard. I don't like the one syllable nickname with the one syllable last name. So like Alex John Wert won't. isn't bad. Oh, I mean, we could. Yeah. Um you know like richard work <laughs> harry work <Wirt. laughs> harry work um yeah or like dick work which is even funnier yeah. to me i love it but <laughs> i don't know anyways so that's how yeah we didn't we were not very everybody has a grandparent or like a family middle name mm-hmm. Um, but the first ones we just went like super traditional like i will i like to read them and say like Could they be like, what would they look like? Like on a presidential, like, not that I want my kids or expect my kids to be presidents because I think it's a very underpaying, probably terrible job to have, but like not saying it would be bad if they were the president, please don't send me emails. I'm just saying that like, but you, you look at it, like, what would that look like? Like on a political ad is how I would sometimes look at my names. I don't know. Is that weird? No. And we own all of their (laughs) URLs before we named our children. We made sure that they're like... Oh, absolutely! That we owned that we like CarolineWork dot com. Yeah, we have them all, and then we also <laughs> have, we also have their email address. <laughs> and we don't just have like carolinework.com. We have ccwork.com. We have C. What's her middle name? F W. Why is this com. a safety
1: reason or um, just... no? So they
0: can have their own brands when they grow up if they want them.
1: What oh, happens wow. if they need them? I
0: mean that's the direction. I mean, once somebody buys it it's gone. So we okay. kind of bought their full names and their nicknames. And it's, it's what like $12 a year or something to own them. Um so yeah, so we okay. have them all. Um which was also a determining factor on whether we could name our kid that is if there was already somebody out there that had it was there enough were there oh enough my URLs? gosh
1: you did think about all. yeah but were
0: there enough urls to like get them and that would be like the last minute so like they're born and because we have them at home we don't have to sign their their birth certificate so it's like we'd like <sighs> to help our midwife out and have it done the next day <laughs> when she comes to visit but for some of them it took like a week to 10 days because we had to go you had the to check the URLs, checking the urls <laughs> and buying the urls and making sure that we had those prior to signing off the birth certificate oh my gosh i did not know that yeah i don't okay. know is that weird i don't think that's weird i mean
1: it's 2022 <laughs> let's I mean, call it unique <laughs> Thanks Fred. I right, well I don't have a story like that. But um, your names are great. I always get the ask. I always get the question about Linux and I really have no idea. I mean, I know there's a China guys, company and then there's an air conditioning unit, but you guys like came I out don't of the
0: gates with a very interesting name.
1: I don't know, I just wanted something creative. So, he's Linux. And I really I don't I don't even know where Gabriel came from, like but Gabe. he it fits him so so perfectly. so perfectly. Um and then Linux Sean, so he has my dad's Okay. name as a middle name and um Gabe has my husband's um same middle name as my husband and then okay. Nora I didn't know what I we were going to have didn't know we were going to have a girl I struggled with the girl name I always have the story that every name I read sounded like a stripper name <laughs> Because I think I was just so immersed in boy stuff. So like everything I came across just sounded so like... Not that strippers are bad. No, I'm not saying that. I just, I struggled with the whole girl aspect of it. I don't know. Maybe that's why I ended up with a Nora. Like a very kind of Next up on stage is Nora. Yeah, you're right. It's a little bit harder
0: to do. I mean, Caroline turned into Cece and we watch her dance and we're like oh okay so CC. I think it doesn't matter I, I mean either they feel it in themselves and they want to be dancers or they don't yeah you know it was just
1: that transition like oh my gosh I have a girl like I don't know what to do yeah. like anyway so that was Anora and when we kind of kept down like a So then you had all girls though a little bit that. of classical older. That's we have really, a Penelope really kind
0: of funny because <laughs> none of your names that you picked are very good
1: <laughs> you went no so I, far. I went so far you went so far. <laughs> <laughs> Nora, Penelope, Penelope. Keep going, keep Amelia, going. <laughs> and the last one is Estelle, <laughs> <laughs> and she—I'm <laughs> dying
0: because it's really funny because if, I you t- think t- that, if you're literally naming your kids not to be stripping
1: I always think back. I told because one of one Estelle of my favorite is like, characters is from Friends, and it's Estelle. It's Joey's agent, and she's like this. So you're not going Golden Girls,
0: Estelle. You're going. No. There, you're going no. Joey's agent on Friends. Estelle.
1: Oh, she was so fantastic. Anyways, that's where the names came. from.
0: <laughs> it's kind of really funny. Like I didn't know. Th- I didn't. I didn't know that you had that mental. Like how do I give my girl I a struggled strong with name the girls' names.
1: Yeah. Oh wow. But Penelope, my aunt is actually Penelope. I love Penelope. Didn't necessarily name her like after it, but I loved the name. She always go by Nelly. Did she go Funny. by Nelly at school? <laughs> I literally when I named her, I was like, Her name's Penelope and her nickname is Nelly. It is not Penny. <laughs> like I was so adamant that, that she, she was not penny. gonna be called Penny, but her preschool director called her Penny for like three years, so you she doesn't really read the forms.
0: So, is but she yeah, Nels,
1: Nell's, Nelly, or Penelope. She's Penelope She's, at school. She likes them all.
0: I like Penelope. Nora. So. Estelle. Does Estelle always go by? She goes by
1: Stells. Stells. Stellbear. 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 That's what Amelia, I'm like, if anybody, no, Amelia, like, Estelle. If anybody is
0: wondering, there's a trending TikTok Estelle. now where it's like, it's not my name. It's not my name or something like <laughs> that. And We can come to you for
1: updates. (laughs) 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 Uh,
0: Recall back to TikTok. So, Nora has my middle name. name. It's not my name. I don't know. I don't know. Names are. And then the other
1: ones are not any family. We had to kind of stop it there because we didn't know how many kids we were going to have. We didn't want to leave any grandparent out. So, then we have a Penelope. What is she? Penelope Faith, Amelia Grace estelle hope
0: oh, so we that's have pretty
1: faith grace hope and a joy
0: that's really really cute Yeah. wow
1: know. okay well, anyways there's names <laughs>
0: estelle
1: <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm now really you gotta done. go find her own friends yeah
0: okay all right guys so those <laughs> are your questions we answered them we actually it was a really good friendship experiment because we learned stuff about each go. other so uh yeah join us next week for another episode of (laughs) You Asked, We Answer with Melissa and Lindy. Bye. Bye.